Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. I believe when we get into a sudden sin, God gives a season of grace. And this is the reason why most people persist in sin. Everybody will change if you sin on Monday and then on Tuesday you see something slap you in the morning. You won't do it again. Ah, You won't do it again. But you can do it on Monday and get a breakthrough on Tuesday. The breakthrough you got on Tuesday is the harvest of something else you did before. Do you understand? That, God, that harvest just showed up. Don't ever think it's now a, a, an excuse for that mother. God, that means God has seen it and maybe it's not as bad as pastor even says. All these pastors, they're always making us feel fearful. See, with all that happened on Monday, see, I've never even seen this kind of breakthrough before. I'm merciful you are. And then you do it again on Wednesday. Because execution against an evil work is not done speedily, man is um, uh, what they call uh, man uh, persists in sin. In, that's an ecclesiastes. Because it doesn't happen immediately. In fact, sometimes you forget. But the thing is still there. Speaking over your life. And if you don't deal with it, when the harvest shows up, it can be very devastating. Men of the covenant, they are swift to confess their sins and get out of it. They are swift to forgive people when people hurt them. And they are swift to receive God's blessings. Be swift to repent when you are wrong. Is the way. Genesis 39 verse 7. I think Genesis 39 verse 7. It's not whether pastor saw you, your husband saw you. Who saw you? Who saw you? God saw you. That's the main thing. I said this morning that (laughs) character is who you are when only God is watching. Which room is saying when nobody's watching. God is watching and that's the main person. That's the main spectator. Because even if me, I know, can I, can I really do you anything? And that's the fear of God. Because sin thrives in secrecy. And he can just turn you to a hypocrite in the house of God. Because he looks covered. Your life will not be stagnant. I said your life will not be stagnant. And I'm not saying you stop sinning because uh, you want to get breakthrough. You stop sinning because it is wrong. Because we, we, we attach a lot of things to these things and it's the reason why we don't change. Uh, okay, are you saying if I stop sinning now in January, then I will now get married, you know, in February. My marriage has been delayed. No, I'm not. I can't guarantee you'll get married that year. You stop sinning because sinning is wrong. But I can guarantee that your marital destiny will be healed. I can guarantee that. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast what? Can you describe that? <laughs> I, just, I just saw it this week. And it caught my attention. How do you, how, when you saw your friends, at least you long, you long. That this is positive. I mean, you can do it positive. How do you cast longing eyes? <laughs> eyes. Hmm. Longing eyes on Joseph and said, lie with me. Verse 8. But he refused. We receive grace to refuse what to be refused. We receive grace to reject what is to be rejected. In the name of Jesus. This was where he became prime minister. Might not happen the next week, the next day, but this was where he became prime minister. 
But for some people, this was where 10 years was added to their life negatively. When they, they, they refuse to refuse. God will help us. Thank God for his mercy anyway. But he refused and said to his master, see why he refused and said to his master's wife, look, my master does not know what is with me in the house. That your master does not know the details of what you are doing does not mean you are free. Your ogre or boss might not be calling you to be asking you details of the money or this one and that makes you not feel, well, well, I'm okay. You're not okay. My master does not know what is with me in the house and he has committed all that he has to my hand. Verse 9. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you. I know my boundaries. I have access to the files, to the fridge, to this one, but you, you are not part of the access. He says, he says, he says, because you are what? His wife, how then can I do this great wickedness, great wickedness and sin against my master? Against God. That's the fear of God. With all I've explained to you, God will judge me. That's the fear of God. You pray for fear of God or to be stirred in your heart. The way you pray for the Holy Spirit to put you on fire. Eh? You don't pray for fire, Holy Spirit fire. And you pray the Holy Ghost stir the reverential fear of God in my heart. It will guard you because the world has become a more corrupt place. Temptations, right? There. And the devil will be showing you examples of people that have done it and escaped it. Who told you they escaped it? Have you forgotten that the devil is a liar? Who told you they escaped it? Do you know what they are going through or what they will go through next? Do you know? Do you know the equation of their own life? Are your destinies the same? God said to the mother and father of uh, Samson, for this particular one, razor must not touch his head, nor alcohol. Hey, your, your destinies are different. Praise the Lord. Finally, um, uh, the first thing I mentioned is uh, 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 questions. Just ask quest questions. When I say questions, don't hurry God. Just tell him. If he wants to tell you immediately, you will hear it. Sometimes it's in the next morning as you are worshipping God. You can even have a dream overnight if you are dreamers. Now, don't force dream on yourself. Because I, for instance, God, I, I, I can't even remember whether God has spoken to me about this ministry about, in a dream. I've seen dreams where I had battles and I won. But I can't remember God speaking to me through dreams. The moment you wake up from a dream and you cannot remember, leave it. Because someone just sit on the edge of the bed. Ah, never. Never. You'll now be adding the sins to it. When my mother shouted, eh, what happened next? Hey! If God wants to tell you something, you will remember well, very well. Some people that receive revelation by dreams, when they wake up, they remember the details. And sometimes as they pray, they get it. They, but your own, you know, you know, you watched a horror movie. <laughs> the night before, you saw it and you slept off with that kind of thing. Why would they be chasing you in the night? That's a three bats. I saw three bats, Pastor. And you watched Dracula before you slept. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a an event where the person said the economic situation is very bad now. That even witches don't feed people in the dream again. Have you noticed that? <laughs> well, as the real point that they fed it in the dream. Years ago, we'd be hearing it almost every week. I was, they were giving me something. But now, even the witch, they don't, 
They said, we can't be wasting my money. We can't be wasting. We can't be wasting. We can't be wasting goat meat. If you carry any calabash on any bus stop here now, as you are dropping it, take it. <coughs> now, three goat meat. We drop so Babala. Say to the devil, you now put it on corner. <laughs> it will shock you that they might do evangelism with megaphone. Eh? <laughs> we just put the megaphone on this head. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall know what. <laughs> okay, uh, sp- uh, let's close. Spiritual alignment. One of the ways we experience the best of God's blessings is by aligning ourselves spiritually. Now, this, this is a bit um, technical, but let me, the Holy Ghost will help me to express, express it. Okay, Shefum, you're a member of this church, right? Yeah, and God brought you here. The more, now, the, if God wants to get certain things to you fast, it's going to be through that spiritual connection. Your pastor, the church. So the more you are aligned with your spiritual location, the more the things sent to you gets to you. Unfortunately, people can be in a church and be half-hearted or disconnected. And many things God sent their way, they are not receiving it. It's like you, it's like eating in Mr. Biggs. Or you pay, it's like paying in Mr. Biggs. And then going to Swiss Station to be receiving the food. You know, Johnny's going to be very far. You even get it? You paid there. And then now left the counter. And now went to Swiss and sat down, waiting for the food. That's blessed me over the years. Alignment. Psalms 92, there about Psalm 92, I think verse 13. Psalms 92, I think verse 13. It said, There's those that be planted in the house of our God, those who are planted in the house of the Lord, shall what? I'm, I'm talking about being properly planted. And it's a hard thing beforehand. I know in my Noah that there are people in churches that their heart is one quarter in the church and many other quarters are scattered. That's not good alignment. Hmm. And you won't know. You just, you'll, be, you'll be learning a lot. Too. But the wisdom or unction on your pastor that needs to rush at you and be full in your life will not get to you because you are not aligned. It's a spiritual law. The more you align, the more the blessings show up in your life. And some of us, the Holy Ghost might need to talk to you about that. You know, there are things you do to align. You pray for the church where you are located. You pray for your pastor. You give in that church from your heart. I mean, planted, right? You know, a plant can be on the surface. And any small thing, you know, yeah. But when you are planted, you too, you know when you are planted. Just taking roots deep. Key aggressively into the spiritual resources of the spiritual family you are planted. God will reach you faster that way. God will reach you faster that way. We human beings, and I've, been, I've made that mistake before in my life, I ran back. 
That's why it's alignment. There's something about us human beings that when God has given us a garden of Eden, the enemy is always posturing like there's a better garden there. We, we are like that. We even despise ourselves at times and say our friend is better than us. Have you, have you been there? You're not there. I'm not fine. I'm not fine. Somebody told me some days ago, uh, said, Pastor, do you know you're handsome? I said, are you sure? He said, yes, I've been, said, I've been meaning to tell you since. And it really affected me. I didn't know what I was But it affected me because at times you look at your, some of your friends, ah, this person is finer than me. <laughs> we despise the things we have. It's human nature. If they knew the import of the Garden of Eden and how great it was, when the serpent spoke, you should first use telotape to, that if I hear you, Go. What, 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 I'm okay. Have you read Acres of Diamond? True story. This guy had a large farm. He was very rich, doing well. And then a friend came from the Middle East to visit him and opened one little, uh, like, handkerchief or something and brought out diamonds and said, Ah, what is this? It says diamonds. That almost everything you have in your farm, almost everything here, just one piece of this can buy it. The guy did not sleep well. According to, uh, the, 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 he didn't sleep that night. He was just thinking about diamonds. By the morning, they said, everything he had became nothing to him. You know, we, 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 we do that. Everything he had became not, By that afternoon, he packed. He sold the farm. And then, in search of diamond. He learned, he was in the Middle East, searching, searching. He even died, though. On one of the beach where he was looking for the diamond. And then just after he left his field, the person that bought the field bought it to farm. And then the cow or whatever they do in those days, they were plowing and then they discovered that there was diamond in his land. What was in his land is a million times what they showed him. I read, was Rick, uh, Rick Warren that was describing how people in high school try to copy each other. No high school, copy your friend. So he said, uh, Shefum is copying Chudima. Chudima is trying to copy Chris. Chris tried to copy, what's his name, sir? Shefum, you know. And I mean, he started from this person, copy this one. And then the Shefum they are copying is copying this person. I don't even understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> he tried to copy everybody. And the, person, the main person that are copying is copying him. Have you heard the story of two guys that went for Holy Ghost baptism? And they were praying for them. And one of them, you know, the fire came on him so heavily. And he started manifesting. And fell and was rolling on the floor. The other guy, he knelt down there in peace. No demonstration. But he was praying in tongues. After some few weeks, they both came to church and they had stopped praying in tongues. They said, what happened to you? The other guy, the guy said, the, my mind was telling me that what I received was not the Holy Spirit. That manifestation is not spirit of God. The way I was doing so, I started doubting. Because he saw the other guy. He said he saw the peace of God. <laughs> this other guy too. Why did you stop praying in tongues? He said, there was no fire. He came as cloven tongues of fire. My other guy got it. I, I want that same thing. I saw God walking visibly. Ah. Second Kings chapter 4 from verse 8 and then we pray. May you not throw away what God has blessed you with and be going to look for something you are not connected to. 
You're not connected to. You can't, you're not connected to. <laughs> when I met Bishop Oedipo in, um, on campus, many of my friends were even almost mocking me then because they had mentors abroad that, that don't know their name. They only received their CD. No CD. CD. They like the person, which is not bad. But they say, this person, is, you know the names I'm talking about. People in Texas. Or the, they, they, they don't know them. They don't even know them that, that they existed. So they, they looked at me like I got a local spiritual father. Our own is international spiritual father. Thank God I didn't get distracted. So Even the way they pray in tongues were even different. Their own spiritual father's tongue, it looks heavenly. Oh, yes. If you hear tongues, even you, God, will answer. You know Spanish tongue? Have you heard Spanish tongue before? Even just to continue with you, but my husband Kukuma Daga. Because the demons are different. The bandit, the, the, the demons are different. <laughs> so one day, one of them in the US went for a meeting of one of those top people. He called himself anyway. And they met the person for the first time after like whatever years. And the first question he asked him is, do you know Bishop David Oyedepo? They're asking me here. And I didn't meet him. I left him thinking this is the answer. And that person now begin, began to hail him. That we are learning from him. He's teaching us faith now. You will not miss your time of visitation. God visits us, but can we, can we, can we? Do you know the Jews did not receive Jesus Christ? They were still following Moses. Why? Because they saw him as a child, a carpenter. Especially in his hometown. I know him, he's a carpenter. Let's, let's, read, this, let's read this scripture. Get to that verse. Thank you. Now look at this. Now, it happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem, where there was a notable woman. One scripture says, one version says, a woman of wealth and worth. And she persuaded Elisha, uh, him, to eat some food. So it was as what? Uh -huh. So that means it was not a one-time thing. It was a lifestyle. Because it's not one giving that makes it work. It's, it's a connection that is sustained. He says, so it was as often as he passed by. I don't know how long that was. It could be six months. It could be years. I don't know. He would turn in there to eat some food. Verse 9. And she said to her husband, Look now, I know that this is what? A holy man. That's discernment. It's not just a traveler. It's a prophet. The hand of God is upon him. I, the husband might not know. But she, she, one fashion says, I perceive that this holy man of God who passes by us regularly, regularly, regularly. Verse 10. Please let us even make a small upper room on the wall. They made a chalet for him. And let us put a bed for him there and a table and a chair and a lampstand. So it will be whenever he comes to us, he can turn in 
there. Verse 11, and it happened one day that he came there and he turned it in into the upper room and lay down there. Verse 12, then he said to Gehazi, or Gehazi his servant, call this Shunammite woman. When he had called her, she stood before him. Now, that calling didn't happen the first time. That's the lesson I want us to learn. Connection is not uh, what you did last year or 10 years ago. You, you remain on course because you can't tell the day of visitation. It wasn't the first day they gave him food. You know, I said, okay, now, uh, oh yeah, pray for me now. I need healing. Just, she was just being honorable. She could discern that this man is a man of God. Now, uh, uh, and he said to him, send, send down to her, look, you have been concerned for us with all these, what? Care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak to you on your, on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? She answered, Adwell. She was already rich. She wasn't looking for financial breakthrough. I dwell among my people, verse 14. So he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, actually, she has no son. And her husband is old. A case is like that of Abraham. <laughs> oh, he said, call her. When he had called her, she stood in the doorway, verse 16. Then he said, about this time next year, you shall what? Embrace the son. And she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie. She did not even have faith. She didn't have faith. Verse 17. But the woman conceived. And what? Boy, son, when the appointed time had come, of which Elisha had told her. Stay connected. The stronger the alignment, the greater the flow of virtue to you. Let me say this to everybody in this church, if you're listening or you watch this later. That alignment will be tested. That alignment will be challenged by hell. Of course, no, and no, no devil likes you to be connected, to protect you, to preserve you, to bless you. It will be tested through doubts, through carelessness, through offenses. Okay, so it will be tested. That alignment will be challenged, but you must fight to remain spiritually connected and aligned. You have to fight for it. I fought for it 23 years. I've had different distractions. Come, somebody will wear a better suit than your own pastor. Somebody will come that look like. By the end of the day, your spiritual father is the one appointed of God. It's your own spiritual father. Stay connected. It will be tested. Sometimes I, I get... I laugh when somebody comes to you in the church and then somebody in the church offends you, you're not disconnect from the church. <laughs> is, that person, is that person you came to look in the church for, the, for in the church? The devil will use people, maybe somebody even close to the pastor. If Peter offends you, is it Jesus? Jesus is my savior. It will be tested. It will be tested. Things will happen that will come as misunderstanding, miscalculation, misinterpretation. They are test. Look, my pastor said one day, he said, if a pipe is connected to your bathroom and you are showering, enjoying it, he said, the day the thing disconnects, you won't shower the next day. It's not that uh, God hates you. Will you shower? You have been using it for years. If for one day, the evening before, the pipe was removed, you just go there and open it, water won't flow. So connection is a responsibility. It's not that uh, it's a spiritual responsibility. 
a man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Greatness.